Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 13. I am your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Carl. Hello, Carl. Hey, everybody out there. Well, today, uh, something, uh, as we're recording this on uh, December the 27th, a sad event took place where Carrie Fisher has passed away, and uh, it came to, to me, personally, as a shock. I didn't expect anything like that to happen, even after hearing about the the heart attack because they really didn't release a whole lot of information what about you yeah it was definitely a shock as i've said in several facebook and and tweets on twitter um she was like one of my first crushes and everything so it's kind of like losing a part of your childhood yeah it's one of those things where she's meant so much to the star wars universe in general even you know general leia (laughs) yeah yeah so uh it's she'll uh, always be a princess to me oh yeah yeah yeah, hence the title I come up with for this episode, Remembering Royalty. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, it, even with the newer stuff, it's like, okay, you know, she has to be, she has to be in them. You know, that's what I was thinking whenever Disney took over. And uh, we were all hoping, you know, they weren't going to do something like recast. And uh, yeah. It can work sometimes. I mean, it worked for Star Trek, but the, I think the only reason that worked is because they used an alternate reality. And we really don't have that in the Star Wars universe. So I'm glad they didn't recast either. Yeah, nor do we want it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Carrie Fisher, uh, she had a troubled life, to say the least. You know, with her addictions to drugs and everything that came along with that kind of thing. With, you know, everybody talking about it, you know, about what she, you know, has and hasn't done. And, and everything that, uh, you know, went on with her life, you know, with her, her father who was, you know, he, he had his addictions as well with drugs and alcohol. So I'm not going to say that that was, you know, totally his fault because um, I don't know if uh, her mother had anything like that as well now. Do you know anything about that? Um, no, I'm not sure on her mother. I mean, of course, her mother, Debbie Reynolds, came is still alive. And uh, she was, I guess, coming out with information uh, sporadically. And uh, as well as uh, other family members like her daughter and their publicist and, you know, all this other stuff. And, uh, you know... So nobody really came out and said, you know, that it was like, oh, you know, she could go any minute. Um, I mean, I know being an ICU, you know, anything can happen. Yeah. Plus, I think, too, everybody always wants to keep the positive outlook on everything, too, and hope they don't want to release any negative possible information, I don't think, too. Yeah, and of course, we don't really know for sure exactly what happened on the plane, but there's, you know, there's been talk about she actually was you know dead for like 10 minutes which you know didn't i I didn't hear that until today and that was what somebody was saying but there was a paramedic on the on the plane so i you know and they resuscitated her i don't really i can't see her being you know out for 10 minutes and then bringing her back yeah i think i read that too that they took them 10 minutes to get a pulse I mean, if it did, then yeah. If they, well, if that would have come out ahead of time, then you pretty much either say, you know, even if she does make it, she's probably not going to be the same person. Yeah. I mean, because anybody that is dead for that long of a period of time and comes back, you know, ninety nine percent of them are never the same person. Yeah, I had a guy that is a doctor that posted on my one of my Facebook posts, and he said <coughs> when someone has a massive heart attack, they hardly ever come back from it. It's usually a complication that gets them in the end or something. Yeah. Um, to uh, to tie this into, like, collecting, I know 
my favorite Carrie Fisher Princess Leia piece that uh, that I can think of right off the top of my head was the one that had R2-D2 with the little tiny uh, hologram Princess Leia. I always liked that figure for some reason. It was one, yeah, of, the, one of the newer ones, but, I mean, you know, it wasn't a vintage one. Yeah, that, that is a cool one. Um, Toy-wise, I really like, the, from the vintage collection, the, um, the um, Hoth Leia, because I just think it's one of those figures that they... With the Empire been my favorite movie, and and it's just one of those figures that is Hasbro just did it perfectly. I mean, it is just a fantastic figure. Yeah, I'm looking at it hanging on my wall right now. I think it's uh, number two in the collection, right? Yep. Yeah, I have actually I have two of it. I have the open version and my carded one still. Yeah, mine's mine's still carded. I don't have uh, one to open, yeah. which I bet uh, I bet that thing will start going up in price. Yeah, and um, do you? I have the in from Gentle Giant. Giant. I have the the New Hope Leia. Do you have any of the Gentle Giant? Anything Leia wise? Uh, the only one that I have Leia is the Hoth one with the the uh, mask. Oh, that's a cool one too. I didn't, I never got that one though. Yeah, I have all three of the ones that they did with that one with uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then of course I have one that uh, I have a what do you call it? crochet figure that my sister did of Leia. Oh, oh, yeah, those are fantastic. I remember that time you brought them to the um, one of our club meetings, and those are really cool. And I've always been a fan of unique, different items anyway. Yeah, I have it hanging on my wall still in a shadow box with the other uh, 11 figures that my sister did. And I, I really like those. I, I'm hoping at some point she can add to the collection. Yeah, she needs to. If you're listening, sis, <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, the uh, of course, without talking about the or with talking about the best, you know, figure or collectible, you know, Princess Leia. The worst has to be the monkey face Leia. <laughs> yeah, I, I think most people was pretty hor- mortified by that figure when it came out. Yeah, and even the newer 12 inch one, or not 12 inch, but the six inch. Uh, Black Series one doesn't really look that that good either. So I've I've got all kinds of Leia uh, figures and and stuff like that. I have the the Gentle Giant Jumbo version of Leia that they've got out. Uh, Both the the first one, the one from the the original 12, and then also the uh, Hoth Leia. And also the Boosh. Or how Bausch, however you pronounce that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Bounty yeah those twelve inch. Yeah, those are cool looking. Another unique item I have is I don't know if you remember when they was doing the um, animated style. General Giant was doing the small animated style statues. Um, I passed on. They did like I think Padme and maybe Grievous and a couple other ones, but they also decided to do Leia, and I grabbed the Leia one because I just loved the way it looked because she's there on the stand and R 2s with her and she's got her gun drawn. Yeah, I don't have that one. Um, I have the, oh, let's see what they do, three, three star tots from uh, yeah. the Celebration group. They got the regular, you know, 12-back version in the white. They got the Hoth, and then they got the Bespin. And I I think they did the Boosh, uh, but I think it was... Uh, Celebration Europe, if I'm not mistaken, if they did that one, but I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't think they did because they they haven't done any Return of the Jedi ones yet that I know of. Uh, they've just did the Power of the Force, so maybe there was what was in the Power of the Force? Was there any Leia's in the Power of the Force? No, uh, I don't think there was. No, I don't think there was either. I was trying to think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So um, Carrie Fisher, she was 60 years old. She'd done a 
a lot of a good a lot of good uh, writing credits to her name as well. Oh yeah, I've read things where they've called her the script doctor. That she's cleaned up a lot of scripts and stuff like that. That's one thing that gets me. A lot of people just know her as Princess Leia, but she was <clears> definitely <throat> so much more. Oh yeah, I mean she wrote Postcards from the Edge, which is you know a highly claimed film. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember off the top of my head other ones, but uh, you know some of my other movies that I liked a lot that she she was in. You know, Blues Brothers. Yeah, you know, she was the crazy, <laughs> the crazy girlfriend uh-huh. you know, chasing after him, with, <laughs> trying to shoot him. Yeah, and I mean, just even her bit appearance. Did I know you're not the horror fan I am, but did you ever see her appearance in Scream Three? I, I don't think so. Yeah, she even does a little making fun of her character. She was like, she they they come in to talk to her, and she said, and they see a picture on the wall, and, and she's like, yeah, I know I look like her, you know, meaning Carrie Fisher, or, but she's like, um, I could have been Princess Leia, but I didn't want to sleep with George Lucas. So she pretty much mocks her character in Scream <laughs> Three. Yeah. Oh yeah. She she always made fun of herself and and her lifestyle of what happened and and everything because she had that whole stand up comedy routine that she did you know from i can't remember the name which what it was called now but you know she she would go up there making fun of herself yeah yeah and and another thing i've always liked too was the banter her and william shatner always had back and forth with the star trek the star wars franchises i always thought they was both entertaining together yeah he even mentioned something about it on uh, on the his twitter was talking, yes it was talking about um today um an overlooked movie that she was in that me and him both love is the burbs with oh, where yeah, she plays the tom, burbs with tom, tom hanks. hanks yeah that's his wife in the movie oh yeah i, I do remember that um see what other she was in that movie um sibling rivalry i don't know if you ever saw that one or not you know believe it or not i've never seen that one but i have heard of that movie it's not bad i mean it's got a lot of stars in it you know, it's got scott bakula um Oh, of course, it's all coming. It's all big blank for me right now. <laughs> um, oh, man. <clears throat> I can't remember his name. Um, gray, he's got gray hair, beard, Plays in played in Tombstone. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he was in the Kirstie Alley's in it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a pretty good movie. It's not, you know, great. Um, let's see, what else has she been in? There's... Of course, uh, when she was the a guest star on Thirty Rock, you know that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was definitely. You know, help me, Liz Lemon. You're my only hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of these things where, right now, it it's all so fresh that it happened. You know, just today that you know later on we're just going to be thinking about stuff and going, oh, we're never going to get anything new from her. Yeah, it's going to be really hard when episode um. The new episode eight comes out next year, you know, knowing that they're done filming. So obviously her scenes are done and seeing her on that the big screen that one last time. Yeah. I mean, how are they going to end up writing her out of the script for episode nine? Yeah. I'm just, I'm curious to see what, you know, what it's going to take. I mean, uh, well, I mean, well, I would say something about something that happened in Rogue One, but it would spoil. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if they can do, you know, something that good, you know, for those that have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I mean, that maybe they can do and... a little piece just so we can have an ending. Yeah. Or maybe she was already written out in episode eight. No, we never yeah. know. Yeah, that's true, too. We don't know what's <laughs> going to happen in the next movie. Okay. Well, I don't know how to segue from there, but uh, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to say about Carrie Fisher? 
I mean, just it's just a huge loss for. I mean, one thing we didn't mention too, um, people that struggled with mental health issues. She was a, a big <clears throat> advocate for that because of her issues with that as well. So, I mean, I don't think. I mean, the outpouring we've seen today. I don't think people realize how well that she was loved, but she definitely was. Yeah, and I've heard that that's why she got that dog. Why the, her dog Gary? Yes. Was, was to help with uh, that problem of having, uh, oh, what was it, bipolar. Uh, yes. Having bipolar disorder that uh, it, it kind of helps helps you with the struggle. And that dog was always by her side. They said, I, one of the things I read, the dog was with her when that happened on the plane. So. Oh, yeah, he, he goes with her everywhere she goes. I mean, even conventions. You know, mm-hmm. she was she had him out in uh, California when we were out there for uh, Celebration Anaheim. 2015 whatever whatever you want to call it it should have yeah. been called you know celebration seven but uh that she he went everywhere anything else no i don't think i got anything else all right well we uh we've been recording this now for one year this podcast so happy anniversary yeah i didn't even realize that till you told me that recently and i was like man it doesn't even seem like a year yeah i know this is uh, this will be our 13th episode and it it will come out you know in the uh, first of january or, or i might even put it out sooner than that just because we talk about you know carrie fisher and you know, part of our discussion for today also is going to be about rogue one mm-hmm. so uh you know being that a couple days after christmas what did you get uh this past month i got a few things i got the um captain cassian andor three and three fourth <coughs> quarters figure and i got the director krennic of the same scale as you notice i don't collect six inch figures but and got the three and three fourth inch um Re- rebels leia and um the same thing with the three and three fourth inch um darth vader from rogue one um besides that like for christmas um i got a, a star wars vintage vintage style t-shirt that's really cool that's got like the opening big star wars letters on it when it's coming at you on the screen and um at our Christmas club meeting I had in our pass around gift thing, I got the Bluetooth speaker R2-D2, which I believe you brought, right? I did. It is really cool. And um, my brother got me, um, which I've slowly started liking these big, massive figures for some reason. I've got a Luke Skywalker, and i got a Ray and a Jen, and my brother for Christmas got me the, the big figures deluxe 20-inch Darth Vader, and he's really kind of fun. I don't know if you've seen him on the shelves or not, but I actually hadn't picked one up on the shelves, but if you push his legs t- together, his lightsaber raises, and then he has like some various quotes <laughs> from Empire and Jedi. It's kind of interesting. Especially been in the Rogue One packaging, and there's no quotes from Rogue One or anything. Mm-hmm. And besides that, um, a little clearance, one big massive nice score right before Christmas. I got the Lego Encounter on <coughs> Jakku over at Sam's Club for twenty bucks. Couldn't beat that because it's like a fifty-two dollar set, I think. Yeah, and I was, um, yeah, I was down at the um, Ashland Town Center um, the day after Christmas, and that um. I always forget the name of it. The, the little toy store that's got all the games and the calendar and stuff like that in the mall. They had everything in their store except for Lego and Funko Pops 50% off. And since I was such a big fan of K2SO, I once again added another big figure to my collection. I got the big 31-inch one figure of him for $21 with it been half off. So you won't collect the 6-inch, but you'll collect 31-inch. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so cool, and I, and I know they're not going to release as many 31-inch figures as they are 6-inch figures. 
True. <sighs> Speaking of six-inch figures, where's mine at? <laughs> um, they told me in that email within ten days, so you shouldn't have very much longer wait for them. <laughs> Of course, right. they come from California, so you'll probably have like a five or six day after I get the shipping notice. Yeah. Is that <laughs> it? That's it. Yeah, that's it for my haul, which is a little bit bigger than last month's, thankfully, because I didn't get much last month. Yeah, I didn't get as much as last month either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yours was pretty massively awesome last month. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this year, uh, some of the stuff, I most of it I got for Christmas, some of it I found in the stores. Uh, I got Imperial Salt. It's a, uh, a miniatures board game type thing, and you can, it. it's really, I don't know what you, how you describe it, but it's kind of like interactive, and it's different every time. You have all these board pieces that you put together to create your, your board, and it can be different every time. You can have a skirmish game, one versus one. You can have an objective type game where it's like two or three people, you know, I think versus one person or or just two or three people trying to get to the objective together. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. It retails for $99 and has upgrades. You know, it's, you know they, they have um, expansions, you know, that you can get. And there's little you know expansions where you you get a couple figures in some of them all the way up to uh you know like a a total i can't i can't even think of the word but it's almost as big as the game itself you're you're almost Hmm. getting a whole nother game again there's like three or four of those type and then there's like you know 20 of the other little you know smaller ones and all these figures are are unpainted so you can paint them if you want i'm not a big fan of painting myself so uh, i don't know if i'll do it or not Miniatures and, are kind of hard to paint too. You got to have patience, I guess, and oh, lots of yeah. time. Yeah, I, which I do not have. <laughs> I barely have enough time to even play. I haven't even played, got a chance to play it yet. Um, let's see. I got uh, Star Wars Battle Matching. It's just a, a matching game where you got tiles and you you know match different ones together. Bo got one too from uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, and it's it's a uh, his is bigger than mine. His has more tiles than mine does. Mine was mine was just a, one of the little stocking stuffer top ones. And uh, you know it's pretty fun matching them up. Watch, you know playing with Bo, trying to figure out you know if he he can figure out you know where it is. And he's pretty good at it. You know he's not bad for a three year old. And then uh, my dad and his wife got me a Kylo Ren watch, which is pretty nice. I like it. I got uh, also uh, for Christmas two. Uh, two x-wing uh, miniatures to go that are new expansions for it the tie striker and the u-wing and uh i haven't uh, haven't got a chance to play those yet because you know just got them a couple days ago yeah <laughs> um uh, my dad and his wife also got me the bounty hunter code which is the the book about bounty hunters and and their code in this interactive type uh piece where you know it's got this little card-like thing that's plastic, and you have to shove it into you know this uh, space to where it'll open up for you, and it you know it opens up. It's kind of like the Sith holocron or you know the Jedi book, and um, let's see, what was it the Imperial the Imperial Handbook? I think it is. All those type things where they have this uh, battery-operated thing that opens up and shows you the book. It's pretty cool. I like it. 
Uh, I haven't got a chance to read the book yet. And then uh, they all, yeah, they also got me the San Diego Comic Con. I think it's like 2012 exclusive R2 R9 bank, and uh, that was hard hard to get. I never did get it, so that completes my collection of the R2 banks that they came out with. The this one R2 R9, then there's R2 D2, R2 B1, and R2 Q5, which is uh, the Celebration Six exclusive that they only made a hundred of. So oh, I, wow. I got I got one of those. <clears throat> That's nice. Yeah, I got the. Uh, let's see. They also got me the Clone Wars, all six seasons of it, including the uh, Lost season or whatever that's called. Um, and then I found in the stores the three and three quarter inch figures, Captain Cassian Andor and the uh, Director Krennic. I got you know several Star Wars T-shirts from you know family members. Um, the Stormtrooper framed art piece, uh, Mark. Had got that, and we uh, I got that through our our Christmas gift exchange. Uh, let's see, <clears throat> I started. Uh, I got some of the Star Wars Destiny game, which is it's pretty fun. It's a card and dice game. It uh, I've played it several times with my wife, and uh, played it with uh, one of my friends yesterday. And it, it's uh, it's really cool. It's really hard to get though. So as, yeah, I'd like to have like, more. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a buzz about it right now from everything I've heard, and and the fact that it's limited is really upsetting a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the fact that the set, first off, has 175 cards in it, you know, and you can care, you can have up to two of each card in your deck of 30 cards that you use, so you just about have to have two of every card, you know, if you want to play different, uh, different characters and different decks from time to time, instead of just having one that we'd have to play all the time. So you, you pretty much have to get two of every card, which kind of stinks <laughs> yeah because the, the legendary ones is you know unless you just flat out buy it's going to be impossible to get all those because they only come six to a box of the packs you know so there's like 36 packs in a box you only get six legendary cards in each one and there's 18 legendary cards and then you talk about getting two of every one you know you're talking about a ton of money invested in this game if you do that which i'm not going to do that yeah uh, that would be insane <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <clears throat> yeah, so I've seen uh, pictures of new six-inch figures, you know, coming out. People ordered them, and then they, they got their orders canceled. And the new, I guess, three and three-quarter-inch figures, Wave Three, is supposed to be out soon. Have you seen anything about that? Um, I pre-ordered a couple of cases and everything. I, I, as soon it says January, so I would, I would assume really soon then, hopefully. Yeah, I, I haven't actually seen anybody have any in hand, so I don't know if they're actually released yet no i haven't seen any reports either so they'll probably just all of a sudden show up out in california and the next thing you know they'll make their way here yeah that's typically the way it happens it starts with the west coast first yeah they're always first it's kind of unfair but that's the way it goes <laughs> yeah and then uh well you have any plans for our meeting in january I actually haven't thought about it much yet, but um, obviously we can bring some of our goodies we got for Christmas for um, you know show and tell. Yeah, I may bring but, that uh, that game and see if we can play it. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Okay, so any other uh, any other meeting news? Have you all had any kind of uh, uh, oh, meetings for the the officers or anything like that? Talked about mm-hmm. anything? No, we kind of wish each other was a Merry Christmas, and that's really the first time I've talked to any of them since we had our um, talked to them a little bit right after the fall festival and. So not much. Hopefully, you know, getting into the new year, we'll have to start collecting dues and stuff like that. And 
I'm trying to get us a couple of new members. I've had one guy that's been coming to my store. He's a new customer that says he's going to come. And my brother has suddenly started collecting Star Wars Lego, among other Legos. So I'm trying to say, I said, well, now you're an official co- a collector, so you should go to the meetings, too. <laughs> yes, come, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you uh, did you see that I ended up coming in second in our fantasy league? I did, and my brother's the one that knocked you off too. After he barely made made the playoffs at six and seven. Unbelievable! <laughs> yeah, now he's seven and seven, and he wins. Yeah, <laughs> he just had his guys, you know, just you know, got hot at the right time. I guess. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy, but that's how it goes. Yeah. Um. Anything else you uh, you want to discuss? Um, I can't think of anything. Yeah, no, we really didn't have a whole lot to talk about, so it's uh, it's one of those things where uh, we would like to discuss uh, the Rogue One movie. So, if at this point you haven't seen the movie yet, shame I, on you. I, yes, well, yeah, shame <laughs> on you first. Uh, I highly recommend you stopping this podcast right here. Go watch the movie. And then come back and listen, because there's going to be spoilers. And there will be, you know, nothing will be out of the question of talking about it at this point. So if uh, we'll go ahead and give our our plugs. Um, we uh, we do have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. So if you feel like uh, donating and helping us out, it's, uh, it's just a dollar a month for the lowest one. You know, so 12 bucks a year if you feel like you know, helping us out. It'll go towards, you know, equipment, you know, anything that we need to bring you the podcast and also giveaways and stuff like that. Um, you can contact uh, the podcast, TSWCpodcast at gmail.com or at TSWCpodcast on Twitter. Uh, you can contact me, uh, Raminator at gmail.com or on Twitter at Darth Rammy. Carl? And you can contact me at hauntedpalace at gmail.com or on Twitter at <coughs> Brain of Blood. All right, so you have been forewarned. So uh, here comes the discussion of Rogue One. All right, so what did you think about the movie not having a crawl? At first, it, I thought it was a little odd and weird, but as soon as I got involved in the movie, I kind of forgot about it. I mean, it's like, oh, okay. I mean, I can understand why they really couldn't have one, but I, I didn't, just after I got over the odd factor, I was cool with it. What about you? Yeah, I thought pretty much the same way. I thought it was odd, and not having, like, the music going on, the you know, the main title that we've gotten in the past seven movies. Yeah. I thought that was kind of odd, you know, not, not having that right at the very beginning, but... They didn't waste any time. They didn't have any kind of credits at the beginning. You know, they, they're still doing all the credits at the end like they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, you're thrown right into the fray there. You know, you see, I guess it's kind of like a, a setting period of, you know, you got, um, oh, shoot, what's his name? You, should, you uh, see Krennic's shuttle coming down yeah, to, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the planet? <laughs> um, I've just seen it once. I've already forgot the planet's name. <laughs> I've seen it three times and can't remember the planet's name. Yeah. <laughs> but it's whenever Jen was a small kid. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Urso. Um, oh, why can't I remember his name? What's Jen's dad's name? Um, it's, what was his name? Crap. Well, obviously, the movie left an indelible, you know. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> need to go us. see it again. <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, but anyway, the uh, you know they show him and his wife and daughter, and they they Galen, sorry, Galen, Galen. yes, Galen, <laughs> Galen or so. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so uh, him talking to Krennic, and of course, you know, they he's he lies to him and says his wife died, which of course she didn't, because yeah. then she comes out there and tries to shoot Krennic and ends up getting killed. And you can't, I can't understand some of these characters' decisions. That was just looking bad to begin with when she jumped out like that. Yeah, um, she, I mean, she looked like she was in Jedi robes. At least that's yep. what it looked like to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she was actually, I mean, she wasn't, of course, actually a Jedi, but maybe she was, you know, maybe she had thoughts of it or something like that. So, you know, they, of course, have Jen, try to get Jen to run away, and she comes back, looks, and sees her mom get killed, and then takes off running after they start, after he says, you know, search the premises for, you know, or whatever it is he says, and to go find the kid. And uh, she hides in the little bunker type thing uh, inside of a rock. Which know. was really cool looking, I thought, too. <laughs> yeah, it was like, Nice oh, hiding place. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, and then the Death Troopers are sitting there trying to find her, and then they, you know, don't. And later on, Saul Guerrero comes, and you know, it's it's really with Saul Guerrero. I'm, you know, do you remember the, the Clone Wars episodes? Yes, correct. Okay. Yes. Is it just me, or did you think that Saul Guerrero was more Hispanic than you know, you know, Forrest Whitaker? I mean, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I, I could tell the difference. Yeah, you know, from the Clone Wars to this. Yeah, and now they're talking about he's going to be in Rebels. Yep, yep, I'd heard that too. Uh, sometime in January, I think, for like two or three episodes. And uh, that the pictures I've saw of him in there, it's still like, I, I don't see how that's the same person. But, eh. <laughs> yeah, cartoon versus real life. I mean, I don't guess it really matters. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Did, I, I assume you noticed the um, little Stormtrooper toy. I thought that was a nice little addition yeah. there on the planet. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Um of course, then they kind of cut away, and you know, it's like what would you say, ten, fifteen years later, maybe somewhere yeah, around there, roughly. Yeah. So you know, it's uh, Galen's back helping, and you know, he's of course reluctant, doesn't really want to. So I guess that's whenever he came up with the plan. Hey, you know, if you're going to make me do this, then I'm going to do something you know you don't know about or can't figure out. <laughs> yeah. To create this weakness, you know. And of course, you know we see Jen after that in a in a cell, you know, in jail or whatever that is. Do you know what that doing? Do you know what that is? Um, no, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, they're. I don't remember if they even said said the plan. If they did, I it escapes me where they were at, where she was at. You know, but they they put her in. I guess they're shuttling her somewhere else, and that's whenever she gets rescued. <clears throat> and <laughs> we first get to see K two S O. Yes, that, that was pretty funny. Him the saying, "Do not resist." Yeah, this is a rescue. <laughs> You're being rescued. <laughs> they definitely gave the droid all the the great one-liners. It seemed like. Oh yeah, I mean they had. He's the comic relief, you know, like C-3PO and R2D2 are in the other films. And so. it was kind of different for us too. We've never had like an Imperial droid that had been reprogrammed like that. So that was a kind of a different thing. I thought was cool. Yeah, I mean, I, of course we'd never actually seen this droid before, and uh, there were so many cameos in the movie too that uh, you know that harkened back to the original trilogy, which was pretty cool. I liked that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I did too. It was, it was, it's, it's cool how they're taking care of the old school fans as well as making it fun for the new fans as well. Yeah, and I, I mean, it, it, some of the stuff you're just like, 
well, how does this happen and they get back to where they were in the original trilogy that fast? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, Ponda Baba, you know, Walrus Man to a older generation uh, and Dr. Evazon. You know, you see them on uh, uh, Jihada and, uh, you know, they bump into him. And, of course, is that really the only line he can say is, I have the death sentence on 12 systems. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, he's he's definitely someone you don't want to mess with. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they they must immediately leave that you know that plan <laughs> to get to tatooine yeah so that they can go to Ma, uh moss Eisley cantina but uh yeah that was one of the ones that you're just like shaking your head going oh okay yeah. and the death star joy did you see that i did see that correct yeah, yeah that I was that. that was pretty cool too mm-hmm. but uh while, while on this planet of course you could also see what i think looks like obi-wan you know one of the old look like tall you know big statues that collapsed and you know was weather worn by the sand yeah i did notice that yeah so it looked like old obi-wan um it was kind of odd seeing that they were digging for kyber crystals and that's what powers this death star didn't you think so yeah it was i I, I didn't expect that it was really nice seeing how they exactly did a lot of these things like that i'm like oh wow yeah yeah so it was one of those things we're just like oh that's kind of odd you know they would use kyber crystals which are you know for lightsabers to uh use as you know to power the weapon power the death star um i guess you know of course that's me assuming that kyber crystals were only for that of course which you know obviously now we know they're not they're they have other uses i guess they can i don't know if they actually had to set them you know or if they just fed them into something and that's what you know kind of like feeding coal to a fire or something mm-hmm. i don't know what do you think about that i don't know it's hard to say how it exactly worked but I just I found it interesting with that that the fact is like now I wonder where um, Luke ended up getting you know his crystals to make his lightsaber later on. Well, could have been from the same place that uh, Ezra got his, you know, that that's, temple. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I mean because there's they have those kind of temples evidently all over the place, <laughs> yeah. hidden. Um, now Saul Guerrero, this whole thing with uh, his rogue rebel group or whatever you want to call them was was kind of odd, don't you think? Um, I don't know if I'd say odd, but it was just, it was just interesting and intriguing having these different characters, you know, that, you know, all new characters to us. Yeah, but I don't know if they did it right. I mean, it seems like they made him to be like crazy almost. He did seem a little crazy, but (laughs) the kind of shape he was in, I think I'd be a little crazy too. Yeah, it makes you wonder how he got there. Maybe we'll see a little bit of that in uh, the Rebels cartoon that he's going to be in. I mean, because he's lost both legs. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think I'd be a little crazy, too. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, maybe he had that, uh, whatever that creature was that, uh, that had a hold of uh, Bodie Root. Yeah, that was a creepy-looking creature. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, maybe it got a hold of him, and that's why he's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the uh, I thought it was kind of odd that uh, they took the... Uh, Oh, the hologram thing there and, and showed it to Jen and, and only Jen really. And, you know, she couldn't think to go and grab it while she's standing right there by it. Yeah. Yeah. Like she had no proof of this at all because she didn't have it. Yeah. It's almost like, well, nah, they're going to believe me. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter that I rebel and I've done all these things. They're going to believe everything I say. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's my dad. You know, he, yeah, of course yeah. he told me the truth. Yeah. So, who knows? I mean, because he, he'd worked for the Empire for a long time, even before that. Yeah. 
but uh yeah we so you know after that of course you know they all get out of there including you know a couple of new characters uh chert Mway, which is the the blonde i don't know force believer he wasn't really I, a force wielder yeah i think he was maybe my second or third favorite character in the movie i just really liked him quite a bit yeah he, he was he was a pretty cool guy because he could i mean you could see that he really he kind of reminded you of uh of Canaan now, of the way he's, you know, kind of, you know, tuned his senses other, you know, than his eyes because, you know, he couldn't see. Hmm. And he could, you know, listen for subtleties of change to go, okay, now I need to move. You know, where somebody's, you know, cocking that blaster or, or pulling the trigger just a little bit, you can hear it creaking or, or something like that or a foot move. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Oh, what's his name? Baze Malbus. Yeah, yeah. Baze Malbus. You know, comes in there and uh, once he try, once he gets you know pretty much overrun, <laughs> he shoots yeah. them all down. <laughs> yeah. So that I thought that was pretty cool, and uh, you know the whole thing with K two S O and him coming from the plane, you know, to try and help. You know, he grabs that grenade from in the air when that one stormtrooper and just tosses it backwards and kills like five of them coming around the corner. Yep. He's like, maybe I will go, you know, go back to the ship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so once once they get off of that whole planet, they're, uh, let's see, where is it they go to next? E, e, oh, shit. Um, got to remember, I've seen it one time yeah. still. <laughs> they go to try to, they go back to Yavin. Yeah, they go to Yavin, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they go to Yavin and try to convince them, and, you know, of course they don't believe them, and they, they're like, oh, you, we need to send you on this you know, uh, mission to, oh, it's the planet that has all the rain. Um, was that the Radu? I think so. Yeah, I could be wrong. I, it's hard to remember some of these planets. I mean, even yeah. seeing it three times, it's not enough, you know, with the uh, new, new planets going from, so, uh, go ahead. You, you talk about, uh, a, a little bit of that. Um, well, you mentioned, you know, them not believing her. I, I did get the sense that Mon Mothra w- wanted to believe her, but didn't have everybody else wasn't going along, so she had really no cha- no choice. What do you think about that? that? Since they had basically said no. Yeah, I think that uh, she really wanted to, and a couple others, uh, uh, the Lamon Calamari. You know. Yeah. You know, he wanted to. And of course, we had an appearance by Bell Organa and a mm-hmm. mention of of, of Obi Wan Kenobi, the mention of the Jedi, which is obviously the Obi Wan. Yeah, and uh, saw General Dodonna. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've oh. already forgot her name. The the um, Carrie Fisher's daughter played a character in the movie too, and we got an appearance with her in this movie. Yes. Oh, what what did she play? Um. Oh my gosh can't think she has like a brief scene with carrie fisher too where you don't see what they're saying to each other but um yeah she's in it yeah, I, I cannot think I know of her she's name. in uh, force awakens yeah i was thinking she had a scene it maybe she didn't maybe i am thinking of the force awakens and getting them confused sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was in the force awakens i don't know okay. about this one i mean i could be wrong i'm she's, probably getting the movies entered to, what, yeah she was not yeah. in there she she's gonna be in uh she played lieutenant conics and yeah, she's okay. going to be in episode eight as well. Never mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, whenever they send them off to uh, this mission, of course, the general, I can't remember what his name is, he uh, he tells him that he needs to kill, you know, and he needs to kill Urso. You know, kill, kill him, you know, take yeah. him out, whatever whatever he needs to do. You know, so, of course, at, at first I thought... 
No, wait a minute. Now I'm getting confused here. Yeah, I'm getting getting my timeline confused because that's where they go to Jihada first. Then they go to the other planet. Because at first, you know, I wasn't really paying attention the first time I saw it. So I thought they meant to kill uh, Saul Guerrero. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what he was telling him to do was to kill Saul Guerrero, and then of course no, that wasn't it. And uh, so then they go to Iradu, and he, you know, he's there. He's got him in his sights, and he doesn't pull the trigger. You know, he just he can't do it for whatever reason. I mean, we know at the very beginning of the movie that uh, Cassie and Andor has you know no ill will towards killing someone in cold blood. <laughs> oh yeah, that that speaking of. Seemed surprising. That did surprise me that he pretty much just shot the guy right there on the spot. Yeah, right in the back too. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like whoa. He's like, well, yeah, you. I know you can't run, and I don't want you to talk about this to the stormtroopers. So I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you know, after they do that, you know, the rebels evidently don't trust. I guess that general didn't trust that he would actually do it. So he ends up sending some as backup. And, of course, they end up killing him. Mm-hmm. But Krennic was there, and he ends up getting away. Which Krennic was definitely a, a truly evil guy. They did a, a good job getting us a really eccentric evil leader. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, though, that he was kind of undermined by, you know, Tarkin. Yeah. Without a doubt. And Tarkin right. shocked me that he was in the movie. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, of course, it looks exactly, you know, you know as much as they could. Like yeah, Peter Cushing. Yeah, that CGI was amazing. I mean, it just, it just as soon as I saw him, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I had to do a double take. I was like, is that really supposed to look like Peter Cushing? Because it really does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it's you if you really you know would sit there and look, I'm sure you could find flaws with it, of course. But you know, it's still with with nobody knowing, you know, you you could not tell. No, which was really good. Now, the course, when they do Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, you can tell with that one. And I've heard it's because of the bright lights, you know, with the bright scenes and stuff, and the white with the white backgrounds and stuff like that. It was really hard to get it perfect. But still, even with that said, it didn't look horrible. So, I mean, you know, it was, and it was a nice little touch, too, having that. Yeah, so they have to, you know, whenever they get off of that planet, they have to steal uh, the Imperial uh, shuttle vessel or whatever kind of vessel that is, you know, to go back to Yavin again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, then they're all like, well, we don't really want to fight anymore. You know, they've got this Death Star, and we don't want to, you know. And then, of course, they're all saying, well, how do we know that's really true? You know, that they have one. So, uh, I don't know. It, it almost seemed like you were thinking, okay, you're supposed to be part of a rebellion. You know, you're, you're not supposed to then turn tail and run. Yeah, they, they did. Some of them did seem quick, like they just wanted to just completely <clears throat> give up. Of course, we've had that in other Star Wars movies. We've always had these few characters that just, well, we're defeated. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, even though they do vote or whatever to not do it, you know, behind the scenes, you know, Cassie and Andor is getting a group together, and they're like, we're going no matter what. So, you know, they end up going to Scarif, which is where the, the Death Star plans are. And, you know, once we get to Scarif, you know, they, they then find out, oh, you know, they need help. You know, so they... You know, send the fleet, mm-hmm. which was really cool to see. Yeah, it was definitely great battle scenes in this movie. I mean, it was almost like watching, at times, watching a war movie. Yeah, and and getting to see like a red leader and gold leader again was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. And then seeing Red Five die, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Luke could take his place in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that I thought that was pretty cool. They got to do the same stuff, and uh, evidently the uh, the same people, I guess, voice. Maybe they may have voiced some of the uh, dialogue again, you know, because they didn't actually say the same exact words that they had in A New Hope, but they did use footage. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty yeah. cool seeing that. It was. It was definitely like I said. There's a lot of little things like that done for the fans. I think that Disney really shows that they care about the fans and stuff. That's been there the whole entire time. Yeah, they you know whenever they were trying to get the the Death Star plans from the uh, the Scarif base there, you know K two S O is sitting there, you know, working the computer and trying to protect them, shooting stormtroopers, and without even looking, even. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> kind of like uh, Han Solo did in The Force Awakens. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he gets shot a couple times. And, you know, of course, the second time I saw it, it was with my three-year-old son, Bo. And he was like, no, don't do not do that. And, of course, you know, he ends up getting killed after, you know, locking him in that room so that nobody can get to him. And he, he yells out loud and he's got, he goes, no, trooper, shot and killed, you know, or whatever he said. He was like, no, you know. K2SO died and he was he was all sad about that. Yeah. I can imagine a little kid been I mean because I thought it was even sad. I mean and, and I had a feeling stuff like that was going to happen, but it was Yeah, I, I did too. Definitely... I I didn't figure there'd be too many people making it through this movie. Yeah. Um so, you know, whenever we had this discussion about, you know, the movie afterwards, you know, of course Bo was like, I never ever want to see that movie again. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, because he got one of the figures, one of the K2SO figures, you know, a couple weeks before the movie ever came out. And uh, so that was really one of his, you know, new favorite new favorite figures kind of like bb-8 was when it first came out in the force awakens yeah yeah so he wasn't too happy about that you know, speaking and, oh, go, go, go ahead, ahead sorry i was gonna say speaking of joys before i forget in case one of us does did you catch the chopper cameo i mean i've just seen it one time and i didn't catch him but several people said that chopper does have a is seen in the film i saw it the third time i was there <laughs> i did oh, not great. see it that the means- first two I'll have to really look close the second time, or go yeah. see it a third time. I guess it's it's in the the of course Yavin base. Yeah, and uh, of course, and you also see C three PO and R two D two in there as well. Yeah, I caught which, them real easy. But. Yeah, well, that is easy because they you know pretty much <laughs> went, hey, look, here we are. Yeah, um, which you're thinking also whenever you see that is when did they get on? Uh, why can't I not remember that general's name or whatever uh, the Mon Calamari? Yeah. Because uh, evidently the Tantive Four was docked inside that ship. Yeah. So how did they get there? Did they come later? <laughs> yeah, that that is interesting. Yeah. I didn't really think about that too much until you said that. Yeah, so I'm, I've thought about that several times. And, and uh, you know, going back to see it the second and third time, I'm still like, I can't see how they got there. I mean, unless that ship was waiting and wasn't actually docked inside of the, the bigger one at the time until later. I don't know. I guess that would have to be the most logical thing of what you said. Yeah. And, of course, <clears throat> we get... Uh, at the very end there when they you know send the 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 plans you know you could tell on the little tiny computer that it it they went back and and tried to do it exactly you know as they did back in 77 76 whenever they filmed it yeah 
Well, the same thing with our um, rebels. I mean, they're dressed like they was in '77 and stuff like that. That was just just everything was just so awesome looking. Yeah. So they actually had you know a Captain Cassian Andor had a blue coat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I, even though it, they may not have intentionally done that, but it was still pretty funny because of the whole Han Solo with the blue or brown coat. You know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You could definitely tell his was blue though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now at the at the end here, you know, you see all these people start getting killed off, you know, one by one. And I don't I've I heard rumors that, that they were supposedly originally supposed to all die in one ship together. You know, it was just supposed to get blown up, at least most of them. Maybe not all of them. Yeah. And uh I don't know if that's true or not. There's also been a little bit of rumors too that not all of them was going to die too. I'm sure you've heard that too originally. Yeah, I had heard that. I don't. I don't know who it was. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm sure in the months to come we'll hear more about stuff like that. What actually is true and wasn't true. Yeah, it, it does. I don't know. Some of the stuff. I mean, I, I like the movie a lot, but some of the stuff, of course, didn't make any, you know a whole lot of sense. You know, like uh, Jen and Andor. You know, just all of a sudden taking that really long walk to the beach instead of trying to find a ship. <laughs> um, that, it doesn't, but do you think they really knew that Tarkin was going to order the planet to be blown up on him like that? Well, they, he didn't <laughs> order the planet to get blown up, though. Yeah. It was only the city. Yeah, true. Well, that, I mean, yeah, so I don't know. Because he even it, said, you know, single yeah. reactor, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, do they think that was going to happen? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it's, yeah. but even still, wouldn't you try to? Yeah, I would think, but maybe they thought they had more time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, let's see. I'm going to take my time, you know. We'll just go down yeah. here and sit by the beach for a while. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that seemed kind of odd because you got to go down that long elevator. I mean, they could have stopped off halfway down the elevator and got on Krennic's ship. <laughs> Speaking of Krennic again, I, I kind of wish his death would have been a little bit more dramatic, too. <laughs> yeah, um, of course, we're, we are also missing a, you know, a scene about him and Vader when they're on uh, Mustafar. Yeah. Which, it, they, that was one of the few planets they didn't come out and say, Mustafar at the bottom of the screen. So I just kind of guessed at it, and then, of course, later on, Pablo Hidalgo confirmed that it was Mustafar. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're like, eh, well, now we're going to see this, you know, castle that's on this planet with, you know, lava, Mustafar, like, uh, oh, the artist, um, shoot, the original artist, uh, Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah. You know, one of his paintings was, and one of his art pieces was, you know, had Darth Vader in a castle. So, you know, this kind of harkens back to that. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of just like, oh, well, there's more fan service. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, you see him in a Bacta tank and there's people, you know, talking about the guy that actually comes into that room when he's in, when Darth, when Darth Vader's in the Bacta tank. Yeah. Saying that that is Supreme Leader Snoke. I don't know. Um, could be i don't know either I, I didn't really get that good of a look at him so i don't know for sure you know if he has like any kind of markings on his head that would you know identify him as that but of course he he could not even he could not have had his markings yet though either too true <laughs> i mean you know because it could be anybody you know it could be ezra <laughs> yep <laughs> But, uh, you know, overall, if you were to rate this movie, say, from 1 to 10, 10 being the best, you know, what what would you give this movie? 
Um, I'd probably go between seven and eight, so like a seven point five, which I mean I think is a really high score. I mean, which I mean I liked it a lot, and now I'm sure I'll watch it multiple times over the years. Uh, the, yeah, for me, I've seen it three times. I think I'd give it an eight. You know, it was really good, but not like really great either. Yeah, I know my friend Dave. The first time he went and saw it, he he gave it like a six, and and he said after he went back and saw it the second time, he said there was so much happening and everything that he actually graded it like up to an eight after a second viewing. Yeah, yeah, and that, you know, the, the, there at the end, seeing Darth Vader be the true Darth Vader that everybody thought, you know, that he could be, you know, just yeah, that, wiping out those, you know, rebel troopers yeah. <laughs> yeah, with little was, little effort. As soon as that lightsaber lit up, I was like, oh my goodness, this scene's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, and, they, and the poor um, um, rebels, that they was trying to get through the door, and they were screaming for help, and the mm-hmm. rebels, other rebels was just running past the door. Nobody was trying to help them. And then finally they reached the plans through to them, of course. But I'm like, oh my gosh, open the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like somebody help him do something. You take the plans from his hand or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's one of those things where you're just like, oh, you know, it, it's almost to the point where you're like, well, how did Vader not get that guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, before yeah, exactly. he handed it off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know why. You know, of course, it had to be that way. He was coming towards him, though. He was just popping him out. Yeah, we, uh, me, uh, me and my dad seen it the third time, and he said, you know, he thought he was, he thought it was really good too. Uh, he also thought pretty much the same thing I thought going into it the first time was like most of these people have to die. Yeah, you know, it's just a given because you never hear from them again. And mm-hmm. I've seen several people that would that was talking about they're like, well, how did anybody you know escape at all? You know, because that star destroyer comes in and stops them. And I'm like, well, no, some of them went to hyperspace before that happened. And yeah, because you could see like that transport gets caught just before it could take off and gets smashed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course some of the nods, you know, that we get also the Hammerhead Corvette, yeah, you know, from uh, was it was it Clone Wars or was it Rebels? I think it was Clone Wars. Yeah, I think it was Clone Wars too. Yeah, yeah, because that uh, that general was in that uh, Clone Wars cartoon as well. So that's that's why they used him in the, in this movie. I, c- I cannot for the life of me remember that guy's name. Uh, so yeah, they 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 did several of that, you know, even subtle hints. Hmm. So when do you think you're going to get to go see it again? Actually, I may be going tomorrow night. <laughs> That's why I said said this morning that we need to do the podcast today, possibly, because I can't do it Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you'll... Uh, did you see it in 3D the first time? I did go in 3D <clears throat> the first time. What do you think? Um... I don't think it's a must to see in 3D, but there was a few things that's really cool. I'm really particular when it comes to my 3D because, I mean, there's only a five or six movies I think I've seen in 3D. Is like, oh my gosh, I, I should see this in 3D. I mean, it looked good, but I think you're fine with 2D. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I saw it in 3D and 2D both, and I'm like, I really didn't see a whole lot that made me go, yeah, I need to see this in 3D. So Yeah, I'm the same way, yep. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah. Have you did you um did you see it at Cinemark all your times, or have you been out to Kaoba? I saw it at Cinemark all three times. Yeah, Kaoba has these really cool looking popcorn tins out there, and I was able to get one of those. Um, and it's got like they're tins, and they got like the um characters on it and stuff like that. <clears throat> oh, cool! I know that uh, last year for the Force Awakens they had them, you know, similar stuff like that. But I didn't get a chance to go out there and uh, and get them in time. Yeah, they went a little crazy this year. I think they had two different ones. 
ones last year. They have five different ones this year. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I know our buddy Dwayne has actually got all five now. So he dropped fifty fifty dollars <laughs> on Star Wars tins. Right now, I have two. Oh, okay, <laughs> Admiral Radis is the name. Uh, of okay, the now Mon that you said it, I remember it now. Yeah, so that yeah, that was in Clone. <clears throat> I think it was in Clone Wars or something like yeah. that. So, uh, what do you think about? I guess episode eight. Because um, that's that's the next one we're getting. Um, I'm I'm excited about it because uh, like, but before we let me say one thing before we jump on to episode eight, we should probably mention after they get the plans who they deliver them to. Oh yeah, I think yeah. we already did that, but <laughs> we, yeah, okay. we kind of did. Yeah, I mean, but I mean when they hand, but um, with with Leia and everything, um, which I I want to make a just a, one little quick thing that I, that I posted about online. I think after after we see what Vader did to the rebels and then. What then the way Princess Leia looks at Vader, you know, straight in the face and pretty much lies to him about, <laughs> no, she doesn't have the plans and stuff. I think that makes Princess Leia look even more tougher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that she, I mean, he's, she's lying to a Sith Lord that just sliced and diced a bunch of rebels. <laughs> pretty much. But, but yeah, back to episode eight. I'm, looks like we got, an, we got another year to go, but I'm excited, of course. What about you? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Um, I saw a tweet by, um, Adam Driver and he was like, you know, this is really going to be good. <laughs> yeah. I also, did you see where he mentioned a while back that he didn't, of course, they would never do that. He said that he didn't want any trailers for episode eight. Yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you don't want no trailers released? But, um, I saw, um, was her Kathleen Kennedy, right? Mm-hmm. She, they ask about when we're going to get the first trailer and she said that they want to give rogue one a little bit of space first before they do it so hopefully in a couple of months we'll get our first maybe trailer yeah i would say february yeah, yeah i think rogue one's actually doing better than everybody thought yeah it it took it the second week in a row it won christmas and it had some you know they had the new will smith movie and i guess that passengers movie so it it beat some comp. It crushed some competition. Oh yeah, I mean you got um, oh, what was that? Uh, Sing is that the name of that movie? Yeah, that one came out too. Yep. Yeah, it even beat that one. It, that's what came in second was Sing. Yeah, it, and it beat it pretty handily. <laughs> it uh, yeah. they got here sixty four million for the weekend. Yeah. And thirty five million for the second place in Sing. Yeah. <laughs> And they got like um I think production budget I remember reading was like two hundred million, so they've already blown way past their production budget. So they've really got another hit. <clears throat> oh yeah, they've made three hundred and eighteen million as of Monday. And probably what, over two hundred, I'd say four and maybe? Oh, I think it was more than that. Yeah, I don't remember how much it was, but it was uh, like oh, 46. Here it is, $255 million foreign. I just looked it up on Box Office Mojo. Yeah, you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, I was close. I was only $55 million off. <laughs> $255 million? Yep. Yeah. So that's a grand total worldwide of 573 <laughs> Yep. I'm, I'm looking, I'm going to guess and say that it reaches... 500 million domestically i think so i think definitely the way it's done so far and so that would put it seventh all time mm-hmm. and even above the phantom menace yep thank goodness oh <laughs> <laughs> i kind of wish they'd have the original trilogy out in the theater again i think it would be a smart thing to do i mean i think it would make some money oh yeah i do too i mean i wish they'd go back i know we got um you know when they was going to 
convert them, to, even though we just talked about how 3D is not. Eh. But I, I was curious when they was originally going to convert all the original six movies to 3D, and then they kind of, after Disney bought it, they stopped that idea. And I'd still like to see the original trilogy really released within 3D, just to see what it would look like. But they did episode three in 3D after Disney took over. Yeah. Because uh, they, actually, I think even even uh, the second one also, I think episode two was done afterwards too, because they, they showed that one in Europe, and then they showed episode three out in California at the celebrations, mm-hmm. which I didn't get a chance to go see it because there's just way too many people in line waiting. I didn't want to you know spend half a day you know wasting my time sitting there in line waiting on it. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. So I'm really hoping they come out with it on on Blu-ray at some point in 3D. You would think they would. You would think, but you never know. (laughs) All right, got anything else? No, I don't think so. All right, well, here's to another year. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you next month. Bye, everybody.